Welcome to Equip to Stand. I'm your host, Sherry Yates. Today, we're going to talk about not growing weary. How do we stand firm in the weariness? Let's get started. Friends, I just woke up and my voice sounds like it. So I'm really excited to be with you today because I've been growing weary. And I just started thinking about all of my friends that I know that are in the middle of a battle. And I know many of you are in a battle. I know I talk about this a lot, but honestly, um, we're talking about equipped to stand. So when do you need to stand? Is it in the peaceful times? Yes, of course it is. But when you're in the middle of a battle, it's the greatest opportunity to fall into doubt, unbelief, really start to not trust God. It's an opportunity to say like, God, where are you? What are you doing? Are you not here for me? Do you not love me? I mean, have you ever asked that? I mean, I have. Y'all, the jingling in the background is my cat. She just jumped on my table where I'm working and I'm working from home this morning. Why? I'm going to be vulnerable with you guys. My husband has been battling with his health, which you know, but I mean, it is, you know, he's lost 45 pounds. No one can figure out what's wrong with him. And it's been touch and go and a bit scary. And honestly, I'm trying to, you know, be his nurse, his wife, take care of the family, the business, etc. And it is a lot. So that's what I want to talk about today. I just want to do a power punch about how do I stand firm? And I'm not always firm. I did have a little breakdown the other day and literally a guy I do not even know messaged me out of the blue and just said, T.Y. is healed, no double-mindedness. And I was like, whoa, that was perfect timing. An angel of the Lord texts me and tells me not to be double-minded. You know, we can be double-minded. It's like we have to make up our minds who God is. And I think that's the greatest fear is like, you know, will God really come through for me? Because how many times have you seen or felt like God didn't? You know, you lost a loved one or this situation didn't get better. Or you had chronic illness for a year and year and years and years. It just keeps compounding. It starts to wear you down. So I've just been thinking about some verses and I thought, you know, when I do my podcast today, I could really talk about my circumstance. I can, you know, talk about it and I just don't know that our circumstance changes God. I just don't believe that. His character is the same today, forever, and always. He is always for us. He's always here to bring us abundant life. That doesn't mean like, you know, excessive possessions and everything. It means that you have the fullness of life and life to the full in every cell. That is who he is. And, you know, sometimes there are things that get in the way. It could be in the natural. It could be, you know, things in your mind that maybe you're placating uh, or replaying, repeating a tape in your head that's like, I'm not good enough. I'm not well. I'm sick. You, know, you start declaring these things over your own mind in your head and you make agreements with them and they pop out of your body. Maybe you've suppressed emotions and those things become like a volcano brewing underneath the ground and they eventually burst out. You know, it's like everything's connected. We're body, soul and spirit. 
but it's not like those are three separate things. They're connected. So in the spirit, you can be healthy, but in your mind, maybe not. Maybe the things in your unhealthy mind pop out your physical body. Maybe something opposite happens. Maybe something happens to your body and then that impacts your mind and it can begin to just really get into your soul and the depths of who you are. But regardless of what is happening to you or to me, God's character never changes. And I think that it's very tempting in these situations to change the character of God and say, well, maybe God isn't going to heal this time. Maybe God, you know, won't come through for me and it's okay. You know, either way I win, I'm the winner, right? And we are the winner because we've already crossed over out of death and unto life. When we said yes to Jesus, we began setting at the right hand of the father. That's how we're equipped to stand. We, we have the fullness of eternal life because eternal life is knowing God according to John 17, three. So if we crossed over out of death and into life, we shouldn't fear death, you know, but when we lose people, we miss them and life is different and changed. And we don't really like change. We like our comfort zone. You know, I do. I know you probably do too. I don't think that's a rare thing, but the thing is, is that God's character still doesn't change just based on our circumstance. Last night I was listening to a worship song and it says, I will be content in every circumstance. And I just told my friends, that's easy to declare, but very difficult to live. It's like, yes, I'm singing the song. I will be content in every circumstance. And it's easy to say until you have to be content in every circumstance. How do you do that? How do you stay content? And I think it's the word, you know, it's knowing the word. It's being in the presence of the father because in his presence is the fullness of joy. And I know I say that a lot, but it's really true. He is our ever present help in time of need. He is who he says he is. And so, you know, just taking authority or control over your own mind and your thinking, because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So it's really about stepping back into your thought life and evaluating like, do I really believe God is for me? And I think there are hard conversations you have to have with yourself and between you and God. You have to evaluate those thoughts and you have to surrender them to the Lord and tell him where you don't trust him. You know, it's like, Lord, help me with my unbelief. It's okay to ask that. It's okay to say, I don't understand this and I'm very frustrated. Will you show me your goodness? Show me who you are. You know, reveal to me that I'm a daughter, that I'm a son. And what does that look like? What belongs to me? You know, what are the things that you want to do in my life? And I think it's important to have those conversations because if you're not talking to the Lord about the hard things that cause you to really doubt in trials and circumstances, then you're missing, you know, an intimacy and maybe even, you know, kind of faking your way through it like you have faith when it's really hard and you're like but I don't really have faith in the deepest part of my own soul in my mind my mind is really doubting so the other day you know I had my meltdown I literally got into a doubting place and that random dude out of the blue just texts me no double-mindedness and I just thought this is exactly what I'm doing I'm being double-minded because of fear what good is it to operate in fear and be double-minded? That isn't going to 
accomplish any result of good. So I think that I just wanted to encourage you today that if you're in the middle of a battle, that God has already given you everything you need for life and godliness. If your body is sick, which so many are through this battle, we've been to a million doctors, natural paths, and I am overwhelmed by the sickness that I see. So if you're sick, I need you to know that regardless of how you feel, God is Jehovah Rapha. It is who he is, not what he does. He is healer. He is for you. And maybe it was put in your mind at some point by some well-meaning person that God heals sometimes and other times he doesn't. That is a blatant lie. He is healer. It's in his nature. And Hebrews 1.3 says that Jesus is the exact representation of God. So if you're ever concerned about Jesus and God's character, you know, is he for you? Does he put sickness on you? Does he want you to suffer through sickness? You know, should sickness be my end? Is this it? You know, then you look at Jesus, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you will see that Jesus healed them all. He didn't put sickness on people. He took it off. It's his nature. He is the great physician. You go to a doctor and you don't expect them to make you sicker. You don't expect them to be like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and give you, you know, warts while you're here because I want to add to your trouble. No, you go to a physician looking for help. So God is better than the physicians on this earth. And you've got to know that you know that regardless of your circumstance, God is trustworthy. And I'm preaching to myself this morning. I know who the father is. I have experience with him. And why would I forsake everything that I know in him and about him because of where I am right now? And regardless of my circumstance, I can be content in him because even when things don't work out the way that they should. I believe that they should because we're called. What is the Lord's prayer to pray that what is in heaven will be done on earth? I believe that is God's will that every man shall be saved. So on healing, I said a second ago, I want to go back to that, that, you know, I don't think God is in heaven and saying like, oh, I'm going to heal Sherry, not you. You know, I don't think God is saying, oh, I'm going to do this and not that. I think he provided healing by the stripes of Jesus. The spirit of infirmity, which is sickness and disease, was battled. There was the battle. He took it in the stripes. By the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. And I don't think he's like having to work up, you know, the energy to heal you or come up with it like, oh, you know, let me create this healing miracle. I believe it's already in his heart. It's in his DNA. It's who he is. It's in his genetics healing. So when you got saved, you, you became a new creation. You became a healed person. So your position changed. You were a sick person trying to get well, but now you're a healed whole person resisting sickness. So just tell that stuff to get away, get off of you. Think of it as something that's trying to come on you, not something that's a part of you. When you start to commingle sickness with your identity, it really can mess you up because you start to think of yourself as a sick person 
when you're actually a healed and whole person. So I went on the wrong direction that I wanted to go today, went totally off of my notes because I guess that's what the Lord wanted to do. But just know that God is for you. He is your ever-present help. And don't become, you know, don't quit when you grow weary. Stand firm. When you've done all that you can do to stand, it's time to stand. Stand in the strength of God. When you're weak and you don't feel good, stand up. You know, do something by faith. Say, Lord, I'm going to stand in faith because this is who you are. Remind yourself. Take communion. Renew your mind. Renew your thoughts. And just say, Lord, I want the inner thoughts of my heart to agree with your word more than they agree with my feelings. And I would make declarations and really just ask the Lord the hard questions. Give him the hard things. He can handle them. And you need to work through them. You got to work through those questions. And and some things we need to leave a question. And other things we just need to be vulnerable and open up and tell God what we're struggling with. He can handle it. His shoulders are big enough to bear, big enough to bear um, all that you have worried about or questions about. Those things that might be holding you back. Maybe you lost a loved one and you're struggling. You're wondering, like, why did God let me down? And it's really holding you back from intimacy from the Father because maybe you think He's not that good. And it's time. It's time to ask and tell Him, like, this is bothering me. It's just like in a relationship on this earth. Somebody hurts you and you become offended and you start pulling away. Maybe you hurt someone and they started pulling away and you're wondering, like, why don't I have a relationship with them anymore? And it's probably because they think, you hurt them and they're offended. Well, don't be offended at God because it will smother the Holy Spirit or your ability to hear the Holy Spirit, I should say. We want to be able to hear from the Lord because he's constantly for you. He's directing your steps. He's lighting up your path and showing you the way to go. And we need to hear him. I need his word right now. I need words of knowledge from him to know exactly what to do to get out of this. And we need a miracle. And I'm believing for a suddenly miracle. And I want to pray for you because here's what I know. I learned a long time ago that I woke up sick one night. I was so sick. And I was praying over myself over and over again. The next day I talked to my grandma. And about the same time I woke up, she woke up with the same thing. And I realized, hey, when you're sick, you're usually only worried about yourself. But guess what? Someone else is dealing with the same thing you are, and it is a great opportunity to intercede for others when you aren't feeling well. And when you're helping someone else, it automatically helps you feel better. So I want to say, stand firm. You are equipped to stand. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I'm sorry this is longer than I thought that it would, and I hope you enjoyed my cat's Belle in the background. Her name is Belle. You can follow her at the Princess of Bel Air on Instagram. Thanks for joining me today on Equip to Stand. Listen, I love you guys, and I really do want to pray for you. You can find me on my Facebook, Instagram, or you can text me at 405-938-1304. I would love to hear from you. It's a great time to war for one another. It's a good day to be content in every circumstance. Mm -hmm.